Okay. Nailed it. We're so good at that silence. I know. It's one of my, like, worst skills, too. Yes. I'm pretty proud. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you put a couple points in silence, then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting there. I only get, like, one skill point a year, so... <laughs> And he can't always put them in silence. Is that how we level up as humans? You just, every, every <laughs> birthday you level up? Yeah. <laughs> my, my intelligence was like a, a 10. And that's after you put a lot of points in it, right? Yeah. What have you been dumping them all into, Johnny? I only got one when I was four. I got one when I was eight. Wow. Charisma? Every four years you get an ability point, right? Where's your, uh, where's all your skills? Let's see. Hmm. She's looking up your character sheet, John. Hey, hey, hey! Get out of there! Get out of there! It's a really slippery slope when you start to go down um, actual character sheets for actual people. Like, I've, I've seen people yell at each other over, like, physical ability scores for real people. It's pretty entertaining, though. Yeah, I got in a fight with my friends the other day about what uh, Pokemon types we are. Oh, God. Mm, what are you... I think I might be normal and psychic. Hmm. Okay. I'm a fucking Eevee. I'm just annoyed that my DM gave me a negative three point by. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to know who the DM is so I could punch him. The DM yeah, of your sure life? I dexterity. I think it's you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Hold on. I'm oh, that's so empowering. Myself. Be the DM <laughs> of your own life. Yeah, Take that's control. a t-shirt. How the hell is everybody? Fantastic. We're good. Doing a lot better until I learned about IP law. Yeah, every time IP in public, I get in trouble for it by the law. Me too. <sighs> How do we not just have a sad trombone button on Discord? <laughs> we really should. You know what? My kid has actually started asking my husband to not make dad jokes anymore. He's like, dad, please stop making dad jokes. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's, you that's the, the reaction you're hoping for when you make dad jokes. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how you know they're working. <laughs> yeah, if nobody groans so hard their eyes almost fall out of their head, then you didn't tell the joke right. <laughs> I'm so excited. I don't know why. Like, we're not even doing anything, but I really want to play. <laughs> Good. What do you mean? We're about to fucking kick the shit out of these vines. Yeah, if that's the way it goes, it could go, you know. You gotta have a little faith, Meg. I think I've said that before. I'm just saying. Previously, on Wake of Whispers, you guys had set off on your journey to Leopardstad. You traveled a few days. Your first night, you had a nice, peaceful camp. Next to the lakeside, you hunted some rabbits, foraged for some good shit. Some nondescript four-legged animals. Stormac went fishing. With your hands. <laughs> I have a spear. I went spear fishing. Caught some nondescript <laughs> four-legged fish. Day two. You came across an inn. The Weak Hog. Oh, yeah. That was a weird name. You met Gertrude, who seemed to be very worried about her husband, Parasaurolophus, <laughs> who had uh, headed north of Clover's Crossing to see what was up with their late shipment and has not been back, although he had been expected to be back. There was nobody really there except for these four unsavory characters who 
tried to rob you in the night. Thanks to Sidriel placing the Stone of Alarm on your valuables wagon, Stormak and Ozil were woken up in the night and chased them down, shot one of them in the back with a crossbow or in the shoulder, and got your stuff back. And they rent off into the night. Rent? They rented. Rant. You woke up in the morning, got your shit together, and headed off. It was two days until Clover's Crossing. And on the first night, camping a little bit closer to the Maiden Snarl Woods, on Stormak's watch, something happened. And I believe where we left off was Stormak noticing vines growing and wrapping around him. Now, why don't we just go ahead and start this off with a little initiative roll. Well, Stormak's initiative is... It's a 9 on the die for a 15. It's a 20 for Sid. Uh, I got a 12. 23. 23 for Ozolf. Let me go ahead and throw Old River and Kendra on there as well. No, Chris, Kendra's not going to do shit. Don't even... <laughs> She's... Wow. She's got some shit. Hmm? She's, like a little, she's like a level three wizard. This is the lady that brought a bath. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, she was thinking ahead. And that's fair. I mean, I wish I brought a bath. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you got her, Kendra. You just got Meg. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Kendra. <laughs> what about the mouse? What? We don't talk about Mr. Squiggles. John's going to kill him if you keep talking about it. The mouse goes first. <laughs> well, he's on the initiative for Tracker now. Also, I'm so sorry. He's got an 18. What is his... What is that token? What? What is that? <laughs> uh, Adorable. Is it? That's Mr. Squiggles. No. No, no, That's no. That's terrible. Ooh. Mr. Squiggles has seen some shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he has, but... He's got MRSA. God, Mr. Squiggles, we're going to get that fucking cured up in no time, bro. Man, you do not look good. Oh. <laughs> got all okay. kinds of vials. We can take care of him. Don't you Ugh. worry about it. If if uh, Always Sunny uh, Rickety Cricket was a mouse, that's what he looks like. I mean, that's about a Yeah, that's pretty close. Cartoon mouse uh, Rickety Cricket. Okay. Before we do anything, I'm going to need from Stormac... A reflex save, please. That's a 14, John. All right. So, Stormak, you notice these vines creeping up and begin to wrap around you, right from the ground, as if the vegetation around you is just coming to life. You're able to break free of it, avoiding the entangled condition. Old River is not... But just as you break free, something else happens. Stormax's instinct would be to yell and alert the rest of his friends in the camp. Okay, that is fair. Alert! 
Everyone, awaken. There is trouble in camp. Okay. Now. Does a 19 hit your AC? Yes. All right. So you take nine damage as you are smacked with a massive, heavy, moist vine from behind, and you see where it's coming from. Oh, yeah. It's coming from this large-sized amalgamation of different plant matter and vines and it is moving and writhing, and it just bashes you with one of its vines and attempts to grab you. I think it's fucked looking. Well, I got a little handout too. I like handouts. You can see it's token, but let's do a little. Is it gonna be called like the spiny brawler or something vine, like that? Vine boy. Sneaky squeezer. Oh yeah, the sneaky squeezer. <laughs> I knew it was going to be something <laughs> silly. <laughs> We've all met a sneaky squeezer. I can't take these seriously when you call it that. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> as much as I, as this is serious moment, I just can't, bro. I'm sorry. Sneaky squeezer. If you ever met a sneaky squeezer in real life, you would know to be afraid right now. <laughs> is that right? Is that? She is pulled that... the sneaky squeezer on me. Or at least very uncomfortable. Oh, man, you better be careful. She's a sneaky squeezer. So this thing just looks like a big pile of tentacles with spikes and thorns, like, but with two legs. It's like two trees have joined together to walk around. Does a 31 hit your CMD? Flat-footed, I think, affects your CMD as well, too, doesn't it? Um... Yes, that will hit, and yes, it does affect. So as this massive vine slams into you and you're screaming for everyone to wake up, it wraps around your waist and begins constricting for 11 damage. Christ. Yikes. All right, I'm almost bloody. Well, round one. That's not good. But yeah, he constricts you and squeezes your body as you are pulled in. Watching Ozil, who did not get a reflex save because he was sleeping, and Old River become entangled in Wait, the, the plant life around. I, I'm in. I'm entangled. Okay. Now, Ozil is at the top of the round with a 23. You have just been roused awake by Stormax yelling. Um. Okay. So, you can attempt to break free as a move action with a strength or escape artist check. Um, okay. Ozil waking up covered in sinuous plant matter. Uh, will try to break free with a strength check on his turn. Um. Alright. Okay, here it goes. Entangled condition on. Strength check is find it let me find it I found it okay strike check here it goes oh you got this buddy 
13. You're all right. You break free. Am I? Holy shit. Wow, I was, uh... I'm not sure that that entangle did much, but... Yeah. It's a DC oh, it... 13. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. It definitely affects my dex. Yeah, yeah, okay. Doesn't matter. Um, the entangle condition is on. Do I still have the entangle condition? You do not. But the plant life in this 30-foot radius is animating and grasping at living creatures within it. Um, okay, so he broke free, right? Yep. But he's prone because he's sleeping. So he's going to stand... And breaking free is a standard? A move action. Okay, well, he's going to fucking stand up. Damn it. Okay, he's going to stand up and grab his falchion that's laying next to him. And he notices that thing. He's like, Stormak, what is that foul beast? Everybody to the ready! <laughs> <laughs> nice. Kendra comes out of her tent in a uh, stupor, half awake, like, what is going... Oh! Great googly moogly! Oh my what God. is that thing? <laughs> Jesus <laughs> what? <laughs> Great. Googly <No>. and, uh, <laughs> She reaches back into her tent and pulls out a light crossbow. Yes, she does. I can get him, Kendra. she keeps loaded next to her Sidriel. bed. She sleeps in it. <laughs> Sidriel, you are aroused by the sounds of combat. So Sid wakes up and he kind of like looks down through the little open flap at the end of his tent and I assume he can see like all the grass and vines and stuff just like Absolutely. roiling outside of his tent. Alright, so he uh, 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 and grabs his bow and air in his quiver and he's going to try to like crawl out under the okay. other side of his tent. Um, this is still a surprise round, right? So uh, pretty much no, just grab my, this, this grab is my bow, the regular get first out of, round. No, we're not I... first round thought Sid always acted okay. in the surprise round. <laughs> he was sleeping. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> he, huh. he did. He snored as his one action. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't say anything about being asleep, but I think that's pretty reasonable. If I'm asleep, then... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry you brought it up. Although, I, it is like magically forewarned. <laughs> I saw this shit coming from the future. <laughs> you thought it was a bad dream, though. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so yeah, he'll, he'll crawl up the other side of the tent, and, uh... I guess he will spend an action to cast Gravity Bow. Gravity Bow? Gravity Bow. Gravity Bow? Get it? Yeah, because this thing's He's got, got the, the constricting he, he binds. Gravity Bow, and then cast Gravity Bow. Come on, Meg. <laughs> sick kid up with the, uh, sick licks. Uh, yeah. Mr. Squiggles wakes up. Squeaking and being entangled. Mr. Squiggles. Bye. No. These vines. Stormak, you are squeezed, being constricted. You're grappled. What do you do? Well, I'd like to start off with, I believe, knowledge nature. All right. Uh, that's a bad roll. That's a 12. Uh, not going to do it, unfortunately. It does nothing for me. All right. Well, then... Um, Next, I will perform an escape artist. Actually, my, right. that's going to be better than my strength. Um, here, This is to get out of the grapple? Yes, sir. All right. 
Alright, here's here's Escape Artist. And that's a natural 20 for 24. Nailed it. That is enough to break free of this grapple. Okay, so... You break free? Yes, that, that was my move action. And um, as, I'm, as I'm moving, I will pull my wave blade, which is always handy. And I will make a slashing attempt. All right. Uh, sorry, let me just turn off grappled. And then uh, here's the wave blade. Wavy bladey. Yeah. Uh, natural three on the wave blade attack. So, mm. so let me <laughs> let me tell you though, uh, at level four, that will activate my learn from failure class feature. At fourth level, when the perfect scholar misses with an attack roll or fails a research check, he gains a plus one insight bonus on his next attack roll or research check against the same target attempted in the next 24 hours. Wicked. It's pretty neat. So I'm going to go ahead and apply my learn from failure buff of plus one. And that's my turn. I don't know what this thing is. It's hard to hit, even with my abilities. <laughs> Maybe you will next round. <laughs> All right, and next up is the sneaky squeezer. Surat's <laughs> <laughs> all giggly over there. Yeah, it's just so silly. And you are still the most available target. He's going to take a five-foot step back after you broke some of his vines off to get out, and he's going to swing his big fatty vines back at you. That is a natty two. That's going to miss. It just comes slamming down on the ground, hitting part of your tent, and that's his turn. But at the end of my turn, please, Ozil and Stormak make reflex saves to avoid being entangled. It's a 17 for Stormak. All right. You're good. Ozil? Sorry, I'm just looking at my reflex. Uh, I'm probably going to fail. There's a six on the die. That's an eight total. All right. You are entangled once more. Darn nabbit. Okay. Flora is up next. Flora, you wake up, and this foliage is reaching through cracks in your tent and holding you down. Oh. You could make an escape artist or strength check to break free as a move action. Uh, I'm going to do strength. That makes sense. Because I'm hella strong. You are the strongest party member. Uh, 17's going to do it. Gosh, she breaks out of the vines with her arms. Daisy can do the same. Great. Do you want me to roll it? In the the same way. Yes, please. She's actually stronger than me. (laughs) Jesus, God. (laughs) That's a 21. That's enough. Yeah, she tears it off. Um, and then do I get my actions, or was that considered an action? 
That was a move action. Okay. And a move action for Daisy. So she's gonna like combat roll out of the uh, tent to see what the hell's going on. All right. Um. Also a move action. Okay. But when she sees that, she's gonna be like, ah! Because she's gonna look around the corner <laughs> and then run over to the fire. Okay. Old River, entangled, is gnawing at the vines around his legs, trying to break free. He breaks free with a 15 on the die. He's going to run past Stormak to attack this thing, uh, but he cannot do it on this turn, unfortunately. Yes, Old River. He gets right up in its bidness. The hero we didn't deserve. <laughs> and round two. Can we train Mr. Squiggles as a cavalier and have him ride Old River? <laughs> oh, we sure as shit. We are now. <laughs> you just have to learn to awaken and you're good to go. I'm pretty sure there is uh, maybe Swashbuckler. I think even has an archetype called Mouser. Awesome. Ozil is up first. Alrighty. Um, he is going to fuck, break free as a move action. Try. Attempt to break free again. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't think... Nope. Um, no, I don't think so. It's a 10. Or wait, what's my strength? Uh, it would be an 11. No. Wait, I, th I thought you made the saves not get entangled. No, I did not. But at the end of the creature's turn, entangle happens again. Oh, it must have been somebody else's roll that made it. Never mind. Nope. Um, that's a 10 total. Alright, you gain the Entangled Condition. And it works as the spell Entangle, uh, for all intents and purposes, so tell me if I'm doing it wrong, but... I think you're stuck there. But that was just my move to attempt to break free, right? I still have a standard? Correct. And I can see where it's coming from. Um, do I have, because it's a line of sight, a clear shot at it? Uh, yeah, I'd say you can, you have line of sight on it because it's large. It's like kind of towering over the tent here. Well, I don't know much about um, weird forest creatures, but I'm going to give this a shot. Uh, he's going to extend his finger, and a blue shining ray is going to shoot out of his finger at the, um, what is it, the Squeaky Squiggler? What's his name? Sneaky Squeezer. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Sneaky Squeezer. <laughs> it makes me giggle every time. I just wanted to hear you say it. Okay, uh, ranged touch attack. That's a... What's my range touch? Fuck, sorry. Boop -a -doo, boop -a -boop -a -boo. With the entangled condition, it is an 11 against touch. That's going to hit. Okay, so this spell does 4d6 non-lethal damage. It is called... Just non-lethal, straight up? 
Yeah, it is called Admonishing Ray. Wow. It's pretty wicked. So D6 per level? Yeah, D6 per level up to 46. Um, you should make sure that it's um, that it works. Uh, do you want me to check its uh, whatever? See if it's mind affecting or whatever? See, I don't know much about this creature. Don't know much right. about history. Don't know much biology. I'm just going to roll it, and you tell me if it does anything, or <laughs> whatever. It's a force effect. Ooh, that's 10 right there on 2d6. Oh my god, and that's... force is fine. That's fucking double sixes, too. <laughs> so that's oh. 20, 22 points of non-lethal damage. Alright, wicked. It hits with a force of a human punch. Or much stronger than a human punch. Apparently. Yeah, he knocked suck. this plant unconscious. I was hoping so. I don't I don't think there's anything else I can do but yell encouragement to Mr. Squiggles. Mr. Squiggles! Chew faster! Ugh. <laughs> Mr. Squiggles is in front of me in turn order, and I love it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so twenty-two damage. It's twenty-two non-lethal. It is beat back. Its writhing vines like almost make like a screeching noise, but it's just from the movement of plant matter. Ugh. Gross. It's like when you're pulling a Christmas tree out of your Tacoma. It's exactly that sound. That that very same. <laughs> Alright, good job, Ozil. Kendra Lormer loads her light crossbow and fires. I'm so proud of her for doing things. Uh, it goes wide, however, and sticks oh. into a tree behind this thing with a natural six. <laughs> okay, maybe not. Hey, but she's trying. Just reload. You almost got him. <laughs> As you're hiding behind your tent. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, babe. <laughs> and Sidriel's up next. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I get a knowledge hey, check on this guy? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Uh, nature. <laughs> Do you like Got that, Mickey? I'm back here. That's a, <laughs> yeah, 20. With a 20. You have read perhaps not more books than Stormac, but the right books in this situation. And you know this is an assassin vine. Um, with a 20. It is a plant, for one. It is immune to electricity. And it has a resistance to cold and fire. Oh. Nifty. Um, that fucks up my plan. Over the tent, it says it's going to fire two arrows into this guy. All right. The first one is a 13. A 13 is going to miss. Second one is an 18. An 18 is going to hit QDL for 11 points of piercing damage. Damn, nice right. dude. Fuck yeah. Good hit. Oh, because Gravity Bow, you do 2d6. Yeah. Yeah, and it riles back again. And, and I'm going to take a little five foot step back. Yep. <laughs> you got it, babe. <laughs> you got it, babe. <laughs> 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 You're right, I do! 
<laughs> He's smart enough to know not to stand in the entangling vines, not empathic enough to let other people know not to stand in the entangling vines. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Mr. Squiggles attempts to break free from the entangling vineage. Rolls a natural one. And the vines, like, completely engulf him. You can't see Mr. Squiggles anymore. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Just tiny muffled squeaks of peril. And it's Stormax's turn. All right, well, since uh, Sidriel didn't tell us anything about his sweet knowledge score, uh, skill, roll, um, here's here's my own uh, follow-up knowledge nature. Um, and granted, he didn't see you guys trying to do anything that you, like, everything you were doing was already effective. Punching uh, him, Flora good choice. Is running towards the campfire to grab a log. I don't know her intentions. Swing. She might just be running away, because I assume she's unarmored right now, so she's like, fuck this, I'm outie. And okay. back to Stormac with a 15 <laughs> knowledge nature. And do you know anything, John? Now you actually do recall reading that book. You're like, oh, wait, that's right. I thought that was fiction. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you know about its resistances and its immunity to electricity. Well, good. I was about to taser it. Okay. Good boy, River. Um, good boy. And Stormac will attempt to circle around the plant creature in order to establish flanking with his new best buddy, Saryozel. That's, that's Old River, uh, Stormak's new, new best buddy. So uh, Stormak moves 20 feet. Thought these vines um, cut deep. And you Cert know that provokes, but I know you want it to. Certainly he provokes uh, an AOO from this creature. Indeed. Um, let's see, that's going to be a 19. That's not going to do it with his mobility that jacks his AC up. All right, so then he attacks uh, along the way. Uh, while he's moving with the wave blade, and that's a natural one. Ooh. Want you to confirm Oof. that? Sure. Uh, natural 20. <laughs> You're all right. Balanced. <laughs> Damn. Um, so then that's his move action. He gets around the other side of that thing. He flanks with old Riv, and I'm going to click on my flank buff, and then I'm going to attack with the wave blade once more. For a 16. The 16 is gonna hit. Nice. S uh, seven piercing slashing damage. Alright. You slice into this thing, slicing off a couple vines at the same time, and it's riling around. It looks like it's in pain. If it had a face, it would be frowning. <laughs> and assassin vine formerly the squeaky sneaky squeezer <laughs> squeaky sneezer <laughs> squeaky sneezer <laughs> uh, yeah we all know one of them Stormac when you slice its bits it like falls limp to the ground and you can still see it kind of writhing around but it is not coming at anybody and uh yeah we'll say that it is unconscious uh for all intents and purposes that hey. was intense and purposeful. <laughs> well done, Ozel. What was that spell that you cast? Mr. Squiggles. Mr. Oh, Squiggles. Oh. He's digging <laughs> the mouse. 
Yeah. He takes oh, a deep breath after you free him. Uh, Flora grabs a one of the sticks out of the fire, and she's already running back towards the thing with a stick. She has a stick. She's going to light that shit on fire. Well, just a heads up. That might take you a minute, but eventually it'll burn away. Flora, do you think you could help me drag this thing away from our camp? It looks like it's still alive. All right, just coup de gras. Let's just light it on fire. I feel like we should chop it up and uh, use it for kindling. This is going to go check on Kendra. Yeah, she's like holding her crossbow. She's like shaking and trying to put another bolt in it. I, 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 I think we're okay now, Kendra. Where, where'd you even get that? <laughs> where'd That's... you get a trident? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I my This is my, my 14th birthday present. <laughs> Oh, you, you, you did good. I mean, could have done better, I suppose, if you hit him. But you know, the the the, the intent was there. Maybe, maybe, maybe we should practice. I yes, perhaps you're right. She like puts it down. What was that thing? It's ghastly. Sid's just gonna start like rambling off an encyclopedic knowledge of the the genus and species of what that was and where they come from <laughs> and how they reproduce. While she's, like, clinging to your chest and, like, moving your arms so that you're hugging her because she realizes that you're awkward and you won't do it until, unless oh, I'm she fully, does it. Yeah, just, like, try, like, <laughs> I'm really trying to hug me, kind of, like, pulling my arms out to continue, like, using my arms to explain, like, it's vines and how they move around. And She's like, yes, no, I need comfort. Put this around me. <laughs> like, yes, yes, you're, you're very knowledgeable. <laughs> uh, John, does Stormac know if this thing has any intelligence? It does not. And does he know that? Oh uh, yeah, with that check. Uh, right. Well, we sh- we shouldn't feel bad uh, as we uh, as as he slices it up with the wave blade. Um, the best. <laughs> he's just chopping. Yeah, he's just chopping it up. <laughs> Face just being splattered with chlorophyll and nothing. It's fine. It's everything's okay. Hack hack hack. It's okay. I mean, it's stupid. It's plant blood. It's just it's a fine. plant. It's it's a it's a very dangerous plant, but it's no worse than killing a you know a, a tree. Exactly. Flora's still trying to light it on fire, but it's not working. I mean, I've killed many trees in the past like two weeks, but yes, okay. Did you ever knock one out unconscious? <laughs> no. <laughs> knock one unconscious. <laughs> Once that thing is hacked up, I will get. Everybody who took damage around and anybody who uh, needs a little bit of healing, uh, come by and we can say the graces of Phrasma. Oh, Phrasma, please. <laughs> Grant us with your beauty and your youth. And it channels positive energy for 2d6. Oh, Phrasma. Are you, are you oh. praying to Phrasma sarcastically? Her beauty and her youth? No. She's like the oldest entity in the universe? Yes, but I want to be blessed like she took the first step off the paver, or the first step off the stone, into reality, creating the first world. Sidriel, you're getting too deep with this, bud. He's flattering her. Some people might call that patronizing, but... Sidriel, please stop. <laughs> I need the healing. Don't interrupt him. <laughs> I gotta start all over now. Trying to get healed over here, bro. Not interrupting you when you're doing your thing. The spell fails. I mean, sometimes. Yeah. 
Okay, does that does that bring most people up except for Stormak? Stormak was the only one that got hurt. Yeah. Oh, the mouse still like half asleep, holding a flaming log. Like, what the fuck? Now the entangling vines uh, didn't actually hurt. All right, well, uh, Stormak, come here. That first seven points was free, but this one's gonna cost. He'll reach his hand out, that's glowing blue, like he's gonna shake your hand. I I grip his forearm. Predator handshake. We uh, I say I'm sorry what I said about Old River, but you know it was the heat of battle. It's uh, it's more than okay. Uh, I know that you have a new friend. It's okay. The novelty will wear off. All right, that's eight plus three. That's another eleven. You need more. Uh, thanks. No, I'll 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 sleep off the rest of the damage. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you chop this thing up and uh, use it for firewood? No, I saw Flora trying to light it on fire. There's no way we can actually burn this thing. Yeah, it doesn't yeah work. probably just going to smolder and be a smoky mess. Back to bed. Yeah, it's still pretty wet. Sorry, everyone. That thing just really crept up on me. It had me grappled before I knew it. Uh, it's terrifying. Aren't you glad we didn't go through these woods, Flora? Huh? No. I mean, yeah, this is fine. <laughs> Gods only know what matter of beasts lurk in there. If this is just on the edge. Poke your head out of your tent. You're like, what? Huh? <laughs> I'm going back to bed. <laughs> yes, but perhaps we should all get some rest. As much as I would like that, uh, how much is left in your shift? I, I might just stay up and whittle with you, Stomach. Ozil, look over there. I think maybe Sidriel and Kendra, I don't know. What are they doing? <laughs> Minding their own business. Michael, <laughs> super late to this party. We're being too quiet for you to hear us, Sidriel. Um, I mean, you want to roll perception versus stealth? <laughs> Who's what? Who's who's being stealthy? If they're like we trying to whisper without you hearing them. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm not trying to eavesdrop on their conversation. That was out of character. <laughs> but uh, yeah, stop Kendra try, comes stop up. Stop trying to eavesdrop on us while we're talking about <laughs> eavesdropping on you. That's rude. Kendra does come up to Sidriel and, and whisper in his ear, and he's like, "Sidriel, I, I don't know if I, I want to sleep alone tonight." Would, would you mind? Uh, uh, no, of, of course, yeah. After you. Oh. oh, well. oh looks like we're pushing oh, the tents that's... together tonight. Looks <laughs> like we're pushing the tents together. <laughs> I don't think it works like that, but yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that's good. Oh, if Flora were awake, she'd be so happy for you. I bet if Flora was awake, she would like to have seen this, Ozil. <laughs> but she would have, Stormak. Old River comes back to the fire next to you, too, and he's, like, uh, prancing proudly with a big hunk of assassin vine in his mouth. Go, what a good boy. <laughs> he, like, he slumps down on next to the fire and his paws over and is chewing on it. 
looks up for approval. Good job, boy. <laughs> Man, Johnny, have you met a dog in the past few days? I did it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Seems somewhat fitting, but uh, cut me a piece as well and whittle with you until your shift's up. I'm not sure I can sleep after that one, Stormak. Yes, good. Uh, what time of night is it, John? Uh, I think this was the second shift. Second right. or third shift, and it went like six hours after you guys started. Um, so yeah, probably like ten or eleven. Stormac leans back, <clears throat> looks up at the sky. Says, "The open sky is wonderful, Ozil." I agree, my friend. Was that a horse? <laughs> Yeah, the horses are so restless. <laughs> Stomach, tell me a story. Oh, I was I was just about to doze off. <laughs> um, it's your shift, sir. Well, what do you want to know, Ozel? I know many stories, but what is it like being a, a dwarf? Do you all hate orcs? Ask him about his girlfriend. <laughs> you hear um, from the tent. She's eavesdropping. Many dwarves do hate orcs, my friend. But no, not all dwarves hate orcs. Dwarves also hate giants and goblins. Some dwarves hate elves. But not all. Seems like a pretty hateful culture, but... Uh... You know, so are orcs, I guess. Orcs have never accepted me being a half-orc. Humans have never accepted me either. And I have to live between them. Stormak puts a hand on Ozil's shoulder. He says, our people have long histories. A lot of hate. Lots of hate. Hate is like war, Stormak. I hope that you never see true war. As you have. I have seen the worst of people. Seen the best of people in the worst of times. It's hard to describe what exactly war is, and the only ones who are for it are the ones that have never seen it. I pray you never have to see that, if you haven't already. I have only read of war, but dwarf memory is long, and my people, dwarves, have seen many wars, as have yours. Our people have warred between each other as well. It's very true. I walk I walk between those two worlds. It was never accepted as one or the other, but in times of war, when you are, you know, beholden to a king, you have to go. You have to go see these things. It's your duty. And when you do, you realize that that's the last place you would ever want to be. It's awful. Those who have truly freed from war, as truly the humanoid way, are the only ones that are dead. Those are the only ones that are free, Stormak. It is a terrible curse. And I hope that humanoids in general do not continue this path to war. Stormak kind of just gives you a, a side smile and says, I, I hope... That you are right, my friend. 
The problem is, Stormak, that prison, that fucking prison that we were just in, it's not... It's not what it is, it's not brick, and it's not mortar, and it's not stone, it's an idea. That idea is that war is coming. It is extremely possible that this whole thing could turn into a world-ending event, and we are just caught up in the gears of history. I fear for us, Stormak. Truly do. I, I don't understand. How, how does this haunted prison bode a fate for the world? It is what is going on around the haunted prison. It's not the haunted prison. It's, uh, it's more of a metaphor, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that metaphor is that because... Whatever is signaling these true events that we are walking ourselves into, I can only believe that the Professor brought us here for a reason. We are all on this quest together. Well, yes, let us hope for no war. He probably just goes back to whittling. It's been weighing on him a lot, really, the, uh, the ties between the cult rearing its head and doing all that stuff and extracting the the prison and we us getting that letter and all of that is kind of like signaling him that he's going back into uh, being on that edge and being out at war and being a soldier again and that that fucking scares the shit out of him because he's seen that shit mm-hmm. he just isn't about it you've you've been there before and you've had a time off and now you feel like you're going back there i i i think i understand but i've never been there to war my, my life has been studies and training. I've, I've not seen real combat. Friendly combat is all I've experienced till, till having met you, till moving to Ravengrow. I fear that Ravengrow is just a taste. Fear that more is to come. I, I appreciate you, Brother Stormak. You are a uh, good individual, and I definitely don't want... Don't want to see anything bad happen to anybody in this party. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate you listening to me. And may I call you Brother Ozel? <laughs> I don't know if I've if I've necessarily earned that title, but uh, if you're going to call me that, then absolutely. We are brothers in this endeavor. You you call me Brother Stormak, and I don't know if I ever shared with you. That's what my monastery called me. My 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 brother monks back home in Yenderhof. I was Brother Stormak there, but I'm, I don't introduce myself as that uh, outside of uh, my home. Lucky guess. <laughs> Lucky guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I appreciate it, Stormak. Thank you. Thank you for listening to me. I, uh, I will probably finish off my whittling. Uh, who, who is next on the schedule? I'm third. That would be me. Okay. Well, let us enjoy some silence before we wake her up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, I know what you're saying. She's wonderful, of course. If she, she might be listening. She's asleep. I can hear her sleeping. There's no stealth check for her sleeping, that's for sure. You can hear that thing. Three, three tenths away. All right, so we enjoy the quiet of the night, and then at the end of Stormak's shift, I, I uh, 
I, I call to Daisy to wake up Flora because I don't dare. Well, you know what else you enjoy? Why don't you both enjoy a Harrow card? Aww, yay! Aww. For that sweet little roleplay. Nice. I'll just click one of these suckers and. I think you can drag it onto the screen there. Ew. Cool. This one is terrifying. Yeah, that's pretty... The mute hag, huh? Oof. What's it look like? I'm not really sure. It looks like Gandalf with an... Like, evil Gandalf with an eyeball in his mouth holding up uh, some type of... Uh, that would be a bee in sign language. <laughs> uh, I usually use that for beer. <laughs> um, but uh, in sign language... Um, four, because he always orders four. With a, um, yes, four and then beer are very close together. It just saves time, honestly. And then it has a star in the neutral evil position, which I'm not exactly sure what the star is. Wisdom. Wisdom in the neutral evil position. That's cool. Thank you. All right, well, mine doesn't bode well either. Mine is called the avalanche. And in it, there is what looks to be the side of a mountain with a face and perhaps hands. Like, the mountain itself is a monster. And within its grasp, almost within its mouth, is a wagon and a horse. Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it looks like Clayface from Animated Batman. It does, yeah. But if he was big enough to eat a wagon and a horse. (laughs) And then in the uh, chaotic evil position, we've got a key. Yeah, the avalanche. Cool. And so, yeah, Flora comes out for her shift. You guys hit the hay. Yep. And, uh, yeah, Flora, your shift is quiet eerily quiet so you hear some like owls and maybe a wolf or something off in the distance again but uneventful and Sidriel takes the last shift yeah so he'll let Kendra know like okay I'll just be right outside the tent it's it's my turn for watch but I'll, if you need anything just call out I'll be right there yes yes, yes thank you and he'll sit <laughs> Just kind of sit in front of the tent right there. Um, spends the first hour preparing his spells. Um, second hour just uh, reading and sketching his little on his uh, on his map, noting this place as uh, where he first encountered a uh, assassin vine. I'm, I'm sorry. I do think we look overlooked something uh, when Stormak uh, wakes Flora for her shift. He, he says. Uh, uh, Flora, I'm going to go to sleep now. When you, wa- by the way, when you want to wake up Sidriel, he's in Kendra's tent. Good night. Oh, <laughs> she's like, oh, really? <laughs> nice. That's funny. She checks the wrong tent first. Yeah. Oh, oh. Sidriel, your shift goes by uneventful two and. The sun cracks over the top of the trees on Star Day, the 29th of Ferast. 
Day 34 of the campaign. Anything specific uh, while you pack your camp up and you just hit the road? No, probably not. No. Sidriel, uh, would you would you like to take a turn at driving the cart today? Uh, you couldn't get any worse than me. He'll look up over his whatever book he happens to be sitting there already getting ready to read. And, uh, oh, yeah, I, I suppose I could give it a go. Oh, come on, it can't be that <laughs> hard. Here, give me one of them tomes, uh... I could trade you. He pulls out like a, a very wet, very ragged uh, phrasma for dummies. Very wet. <laughs> Why is it wet? <laughs> what did you do? It's always wet. All right, Meg. It's always wet. No, I, I, yeah. I guess I'll take a look. Um, yeah, let me see what I have here for you. And, uh, skims through for the like the large print children's books. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that's, that's, fair enough, actually. <laughs> it's yeah. very wise, not very smart. Also, this is a this is a book on dragons. I'm sure you'll find it very entertaining. <laughs> ah, yes, I've, I've heard of these books. You mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I mean, but it's what it is now. It's canon. No, it's a book. <laughs> canon? <Not> a canon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, now we're really <laughs> off in the way we killed that. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. <laughs> and so, you all set off. Get back on the dirt road here. Traveling alongside the edge of the Maiden Snarl Forest. Uh, less than a day's travel now to Clover's Crossing. Flora, you remember coming through Clover's Crossing, and it was a quaint little hamlet. You know, um, maybe five houses. There's a church of Phrasma. Very tiny, like, little market in the town square. People selling vegetables and stuff, but... That seems like a lot for just a place of five houses. Well, it's on this crossroads, so they would get business from uh, people traveling through. Oh, okay. Sure. I don't think that this map is, is representational like that, you know? Like, on this map, there's five buildings at Clover's Crossing, but also on this map, there's eight buildings at Ravengrove. Yeah. So, you know, and there's these trees, you know, I can count the trees in the Maiden Snarl Forest, but that doesn't mean there's <laughs> that many trees. Uh, it's just representation. Yeah, well, Flora's been there, all right? <laughs> tell us, tell us of Clover's Crossing, Flora. Uh, uh, by the way, could, do you, you think, know. do you think I could drive the cart today? Just once? Ah, uh, fine, fine. But only if you go fast. <laughs> Gotta go fast. <laughs> No, she digs around in her uh, in her bag and for some form of entertainment. Johnny, <laughs> what what have you got in there? You could you could shoot that fucking sling at things. <laughs> what have you got in that bag there, Flora? You know, I don't know. I'm digging around, seeing what I can find. <laughs> Yeah, so she finds she finds the fist whistle that 
Barney gifted her before they left. And she she's gonna spend some time. Blarney. No, Barney. Blarney. The dad. No, Blarney oh, died. Blarney was dead. The oh. dad. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the dad put a fist whistle into her back. You guys, you guys know the history much better than I do. And she's gonna she's gonna like play with it and try to learn how to play. The fist whistle. Oh my oh, god. Don't do that on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. That doesn't fly. <laughs> Ozil hears that and he's like, ah, yes. A couple of blues burgers up there. Mm, burgers. Those are the days. After about an hour of that, Stormak's like, would you like to drive again, Flora? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I've almost got it. I, you know, <laughs> I think you do almost have it. Um, uh, and, the, and he and he looks uh, sympathetically at Daisy and Old River, who are probably buried themselves under some <laughs> blankets or some rugs or something. I don't know. <laughs> so. It's a what? It's like eleven. It's about like eleven or twelve miles left until Clover's Crossing. Uh, so probably about six hours later. As you approach, you see a small collection of quaint houses and a surprisingly nice-looking church, kind of on a little bit of a raised hill at the north end of town. And uh, as you approach. You notice something in the road. I'm punching another fucker in the face with force damage, baby. Fucking Jedi. Falcon punch. Force punch. Ozil, you should have used that force punch way back in the graveyard on our first fight when we uh, handled those townsfolk and beat them up a little bit for their own good. <laughs> that would have been great. So, for their own good. Some people, Flora, some people need to get beat up for their own good. Oh, you're preaching to the choir there. I'm the one that knocked out like three of them. Amen, sister. I, uh, I fully agree with you, Stomach. Uh, my problem was I was just an orf. Back then, yes. There was nothing for me to do. Just an orf. Is that like <laughs> a regional thing? You pronounce it orf? Because of where you're from? Or is it just like a speech impediment that you have? <laughs> it's a subclass. But I but I appreciate that, Flora. It's, uh, you know, if we look at the genealogy tree... Oh, oh, here oh we there's go. a wagon. And why don't you place your tokens where you would be, please? So we got Stormac, Flora, Daisy, and Old River in yeah. one wagon. Ozil, Sid, Kendra in the second wagon. Whoa, whoa, what do we have here? So up ahead, you notice Sway's blocking the road. A large cart. Sidril recognizes a mark on the side of the wagon as the symbol of the weak hog in in tavern. It's a really skinny pig. <laughs> That's the symbol. <laughs> <laughs> 
stupid. <laughs> um, I I think we found the parasaur, the dinosaur guy. Perry, found Perry. Perry. You you don't see horses tied up to this wagon, but you notice just like the edge of some clothing, like peek out from behind the wagon for a second. Perry. Um, guys, do I want to... There's somebody over there on the other side of the wagon. You yell out, Perry. Yeah, Perry! Yeah, we, uh, we stop our carts. Ozil jumps out of the wagon. Is that you, Perry? We yell. I, I yell. Uh, Sid is going to cautiously ready his bow. As he hops down. Yeah. Flora's gonna jump on Daisy. As you're doing that, and uh, you're getting out, and you're calling... For Perry. Crossbow out. Loaded. You notice three figures come out from behind the wagon, running at full speed. And they look like these. What the hell? You mean the undead people that uh, tried to rob us the other night? Wait, are they undead now? These people that tried to rob you. As they are running at you, you notice their clothes are ripped and stained with blood. And their skin is pale, and some of it is falling off. And they are growling as they run at you. Roll for initiative, please. Fuck. God damn it, bro. What happened to them? (laughs) What's their story? I didn't mean to shoot the one. Yeah, you did. (laughs) I mean, I did, but... Whatever. I didn't mean to shoot him in the back because he was running away. <laughs> you're still, you're still <laughs> let's not let's not get on our high horses right now. It's time to fight. Bicker and argue about who shot who. Flora, this is your time. You got a big open field. <laughs> this is Charged City, buddy. So Ozel is up first as you see these ghoulish robbers coming at you frothing at the mouth, growling since he was riding crossbow in that wagon um, because we don't have shotguns (laughs) he jumps out pops a fucking uh, bolt in that thing and lets one fly range attack, here it goes ooh, that's an 18 on the fucking die at which one? Um, the closest one Alright, 18 hits. Roll that damage. D10. Ooh, that is... You're not going to believe it, but it's a zero on the what? D10. That's 10 damage. Piercing. I don't think it matters. Cool, cool, cool. 10 damage on the one on the left, you said? Correct. He sees him peeking out, out, out around that thing. This seems like a bad situation, and he lets one fly. Bam. As that's his standard action, he drops that heavy crossbow. He looks around at everybody and uh, says, This is the undead again. And he moves uh, ten feet to the northeast and draws his falchion and braces for impact. Alright. Flora is up next. I'm going to use my tactician ability to share my distracting charge feat 
and be like, get in there! And tell people to charge to get in there and get him. <laughs> get him. I love it. All right. That's your standard? That's my standard. Oh, oh, um, that's your standard? No, don't don't take away from your own charge. I, no, no, it's fine. It's not going to be fine when they close this gap, and then you're not going to be able to charge. But they're so far away. 45 feet? They're going to double that distance in no time. You should charge. Okay. This is your dream right here. Big open field. Fuck yeah. I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah, get it. Okay. Um, let me click the buttons that I need to click. Mounted charging. Okay. I'm going to get him. I'm going to charge my rear end at this guy. All right. You turn around and charge backwards. Yep. My, <laughs> my butt first. <laughs> Get him. Get him. Um, then I'm going to use ride-by attack as well and not stop. And that's a 23 to hit. That hits. Okay. That's a three. And a two plus six All right. damage. Yeah, you ride by and joust this motherfucker with your lance, like knocking a chunk of his shoulder off and falls away smoothly, a little easier than it should. And then his buddy turns his head, growling, runs around the wagon, back the other way, at you. And uh, with your 10-foot reach, we'll provoke. Let's have that attack of opportunity. Okay. Oh, that's a natural 20 for a... Oh, shit! Uh, 28. <laughs> All right, roll to a confirm. Um, that's an 11. Roll plus 8, so 19. 11 plus 8. Yep, that confirms. Uh, roll nice. your... Double those dice. Roll them all up. Oh, shit. Sorry, that fell off the desk. Um. What is what does the lance say though? The lance crit is like a plus is times three. Uh, critical. Yeah, it actually it says critical times three. Oh fuck yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, eat it. Roll three d six. Right. Okay. So the first one was six. The next one is six. The next one's one. Cool. Awesome. Plus your <laughs> strength. Uh, plus three. So plus nine. So, 13 plus nine, 22. Yep. You just, you charge up, you joust the shoulder off of sideburns down there, ride past the wagon, and as you come to a stop, you see this other guy charging at you like a frothing wild animal. He is completely covered in blood. And by the way, now that you're past the wagon, you can see what they were doing on the other side of it. Uh, ew. Dead horses, ladies and gentlemen. There are two horses still tied to the wagon, eviscerated, guts in the road, and maybe some are still hanging out of this guy's mouth as he flies at you. And won't you describe that kill? Oh, uh, pass. You do it. I got one for you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
a guy comes charging at you and you stick your lance out and you catch his head just through his mouth and his head sticks to your lance as it slides down there biting at the lance as it slowly dies and his body just runs straight past you into the weeds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then she kind of like swings it. She swings it downward to get the fucking skull yeah. off of it so she can be ready for her Slap it off. Attack. Awesome. Your lance now makes a dagron sound. <laughs> <laughs> it does it does bite damage. Yeah, it's just got a live zombie head on the end of it. <laughs> Good fucking round. And it's Stormac up next. Alright. Kill that one. Every- on <laughs> Everybody else uh, managed to get off Gross. the wagon um, bef- before this uh, fight started, uh, I guess, except for Stormac. Do you think I can charge from where I am? Um, from on top of the wagon? At the red. From from where I am, yes. Um, why don't you give me an acrobatics check? I'll say to charge, to like jump off the wagon and like be running... It's a it's it's a long shot. So give me a DC twenty acrobatics check. I crack a beer, I chug it, I jump off the wagon, <laughs> and uh, here's my acrobatics roll. You smash it on your forehead. Yeah. Yep. How, like only like twenty percent of it goes down my face and beard. And not. Hold my beer, face. <laughs> All right. Here's an acrobatics roll. That is a three on the die for a ten. So I'm not going to give you the charge. But you can get off the wagon. All right. So I suppose I'm going to try to... Hmm, I don't know. that My options now without, without the charge are limited here. Let's... How about if I just run... Uh, fuck, man. Uh, I'm gonna double move on up, uh, to get myself in these, uh, under this tree, I think, next to the red. Okay. And you know what that means. And I'm pulling out my wave blade as I do so. Mm-hmm. I run right by Ooh, that guy. I can have natural 20 on that attack of opportunity. Let me roll to confirm. That's a 24 to confirm. Um, well, nobody's there to witness that, but I'll believe you. What? Go ahead, give me that damage. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. I'm only level four. Why? Well, just a little dwarf. Well, I mean, I don't even. Give it I don't me. even know what your crazy mobility AC is like. A hundred sometimes. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I mean, sometimes you're... that's canon. <laughs> sometimes my mobility bonus is a hundred. What have I done? <laughs> that's gonna be five damage. It's another three damage. Okay. And I would like a fortitude save, please. Okay, that'll be a thirteen. And uh, plus three versus poison spells, spell-like abilities. Thirteen. Is gonna do it. You're alright. Alright. And... Oh. Nice, buddy. 
when I provoked an AOO from him, he provoked an AOO from me, so I attack him with a wave blade for... Alright, well, natural natural one on my attack against him. Oh, no. Confirm it? Yeah, I can confirm that fumble. 13 to confirm or not confirm. Um, a 13 does not hit. Alright. I'm Uh-oh. gonna say that you fall prone. Oh, no. I fall prone. That makes sense. You tripped over something. That's my turn. And Old River jumps out of the wagon. Don't do it, Old River. Stay. And, you know, he he was in the wagon. He doesn't know what's going on. Everyone's freaking out. He jumps out, and he's kind of, like, looking around, trying to assess the situation. And Sidriel's up next. Oh, Sid is going to delay. Okay. Sid delays. And this one next to Stormak is going to take a full attack. Uh, it comes at you with a bite. Uh, that's a 21. My, my AC goes from 17 to 13. The bite is a 17, and he has two claws. That's a... 21 and a 15. Uh, so two hits. It's going to be a three damage, and then a claw is another three damage. And I would like two fortitude saves, please. You got it. Here we go. Alright, that's a natural 20 for a 26, and then a 17 for a 23. Alright, very nice. What was the damage? Six damage total. And then this guy here is going to keep running forward. Uh, Let's call it a charge at Ozil. Fuck you. Come at me, bro. And that's going to be a... 18 to hit? Yeah, I think that, that I think that's going to play. Alright, that's uh, 7 damage and a fortitude save, please. As he just runs and like kind of jumps and bites you in the shoulder. Okay. Ooh, I don't know about that fortitude save, though. That fort is going to be an 11. Okay. Just checking. Okay. And Kendra... At the end of that guy's turn, um, Sid's going to come out of delay. All right. And Sid is going to plunk two arrows into this one that just charged uh, Ozil. All right. He's got a lowered AC because he's a chargey boy. First shot is probably going to be a miss with a seven. Second shot is an 18. Big hit. Big shoots. Yeah. And six points of bludgeoning damage with the uh, the blunt arrows. His head swings back behind his shoulders and then lifts back up unnaturally. It seems like a small step back. Kendra comes out of the covered wagon. We'll call it a five-foot step. She got her crossbow out when she saw Sidriel pull his bow out. So she's going to load it and fire at the... One attacking Stormak. Stormak! Oh, 
will save you. <laughs> she's so brave. Um, she's gonna hit the D8. All right, for three damage. Not bad, not bad. Sticks in the back of his skull and it's just like poking out. Oh yeah, Ozil, well, after that guy charged you, you can see the crossbow bolts <laughs> broken off, but you see the nub of it sticking out of his the back of his shoulder. And it's your turn. It's fair. At the top of round two. Okay. Ozil. Seeing all of this go down. Well, only what's on this side of the cart. Freaking this horse out by standing next to it with a giant falchion. I'm sure he's uh, freaking out. He's been squirming around a little bit. Is going to take a five-foot step to the left of this zombie that charged him. He takes one hand off its falchion, pulls out his holy symbol, and says, Verasma, give me strength, and give you strength to pass through her will, and channel positive energy to damage. If you wouldn't mind giving me two will saves... I should be able to hit the guy who's attacking Stormac uh, 30 feet away, and I should be able to hit the guy standing directly next to me. Fuck yeah. Two will saves, and... DC 13. Just tell me, like, if blue passes or red passes. All right, blue passes. Red does not. Okay. There's 2d6 coming to them. Positive energy damage. That's six damage. So blue takes half, red takes full. All right. Blue is eviscerated. It is just turned to pale blue dust. Oof, ash right before you as he's trying to reach out for you, moving around him, and he is done. Uh, red looks almost complete burnt to hell, but it's still standing. Good shit. Flora is up next. Well, I don't think I can charge through a cart. Nope. No. <laughs> nice try. Um. <laughs> you're like, you're pretty far away, but hey, you did some serious fucking damage. Yeah, I got the other guy. He did it. Daisy's speed is 40, so we can go over back across the road. Or no, maybe south, back towards my friends. And then while she's moving, I'm going to pull out my sling staff. You don't sound too sure about that. Yeah, I think I'm going to do that. Pull out my masterwork ironwood halfling sling staff. <laughs> Say that five times fast. <laughs> Masterwork ironwood halfling sling stuff. <laughs> this is pretty good. Sure. Okay, so I'm doing that. Alright, I'm gonna sling a thing at the guy. Sling a thing, sling a thing. Sling a thing. 14 plus 9 equals 20. Yeah, right. Fantastic. Still doesn't <laughs> still doesn't equal 20, but that's close. Shut up, you guys are the worst. Uh, 1d6. So at some point you dropped your lance? 
I yes. Yeah, you would have had to drop your lance. Yep. To make sure. that all work. I put my I dropped it. Yes, that's fine. I can pick it up when this thing's dead. So that's um, eight damage. All right. You want to describe that kill? Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, she comes like flying around the corner, just already swinging this sling staff, and she like lets it go as soon as she sees the thing, and just like explodes its head <laughs> all over Stormac. Yeah, it's, it covers <laughs> it in, in blood and brains. Bro, fortitude save. <laughs> oh, no. And then she leans down and picks up Bro. her goddamn staff. Not staff, Lance. All right. End combat. Ed Stormac, yeah, you're laying down there, and maybe you're able to cover your eyes and mouth before these brains and blood just splatter all over you. He's, he's face down in the mud. He doesn't need to. Oh, you're right. You're right. My bad. <laughs> Sorry. Of course. <laughs> Thank you, Flora. Thank you, you're Flora. <laughs> and as you kill these three undead men that you just saw a couple nights ago, and you see these eviscerated horses connected to the weak hog's cart. Parasaurolophus, nowhere in sight. The town Hamlet of Clover's Crossing, just ahead on the road. That's where we're going to leave it off. Mm, Hamlet, I'm hungry. Stormak thinks that they've that we have seen some undead. We've seen skeletons and zombies and ghosts and uh, he feels like these guys were maybe a little different than them. They were maybe a little faster, maybe a little smarter. They were hiding a little bit. Um, so I, I want to throw a knowledge religion at you to see if he knows a difference between these guys mm. and our previous okay. enemies. Yeah, I'll take it. What do you think about that? Uh, that's a mere 15. What do you think? The way these guys were acting and moving and hiding. These might have been ghouls. Whoa. Hail. I don't know what the difference is.
Most notably, oh yikes, ghoul fever. Oh, gross. And most importantly, they segue into thanks for listening, boils and ghouls. We'll see you next week. <laughs> 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 <laughs>